I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Soul Lights. Hello, hello. Okay, so if you are in the Americas and you celebrate Thanksgiving, which I just call it, Reminder to give thanks day. How's that? Reminder to give thanks day or week or month. Uh, Then I say to you, happy giving thanks day. Uh, I'm thankful for all of you. If you happen to be new to the podcast, welcome and howdy, hello, bienvenidos. Good to have you here. I'm Michelle, Um, kind of, I guess, the host. Yeah, the host. We've got our pilots, co-pilots in the chat, the sacred space of empowerment room that help ground the energy. So um, if you would like to listen by phone, that's great. If you want to listen by chat, that's great. If you want to interact in the chat room, though, you do have to um, do a BTR profile, and that will let you um, – what monkey? You're going to hear my little, my friend's dog, my fr- a friend of mine's in Costa Rica for four months, so I have her little Yorkie and Chihuahua. And the little Yorkie loves playing with the ball. It's very insistent. <clears throat> so I'm going to be throwing the ball as I'm, I'm hanging out with you guys on the podcast. Um, if you want to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122. Now, if you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, you need to press 1 on the keypad, okay? Otherwise, because we have a lot of listeners that listen by phone. Actually, most of our listeners listen to the replays um, in the archives. Um, However, the ones that do listen live do tend to um, listen by phone because it's just easier to move around and do things. And um, some actually have told me they listen by Internet, you know, when they're in the car or whatever. So that's an option, too. There are your options. Again, number 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Okay, I do want to give a shout-out to Jasmine Ramos, who did a nice donation. She always does every now and then, and I really want to give her a shout-out. Also, Mitzi Etienne, a big nudge for me getting my Soul Insights um, affirmation book, Soul Insights Mantras, and you can go. Actually, it's on Amazon now in a Kindle version. Version Soul Insights, Channel Guidance and Wisdom for Inspiration and Illumination on Your Soul Path. And I'm going to be coming out with uh, more of these. I'm working on more. But what ha- a lot of people were emailing me, some texting me, DMs, um, leaving in the comments. I wish I had your Soul Insights. Um, 
you know, a book of it. You know, I wish I could just refer to these soul insights that you write, that I would write on Instagram or Facebook, sometimes well, also on Twitter. And, you know, I post my affirmations or my mantras. I've been doing it. I've been, actually, I've been a writer. I've been writing since eight. I think that was my first book and actually did win an award for writing in third grade. But it's just, I, it's funny because, like, when you get published, um, this was just published through me, but I was published through a, a regular publisher, you know, a while ago. But when you publish anything, you're an author. And I thought to myself, well, I see my through the eyes of a writer. I'm always observing, tuning in, opening to spirit, to God. When I was a kid, then the oversouls, the spiritual hierarchy, always from 14 years on, always going to cafes and writing poetry and sitting at the beach, writing poetry, riding my bike and, and stopping at the beach or a park, and I'd you know I'd have water or something to drink, tea in the thermos. And, you know, always my journal. And I started writing in my journal since probably age eight also. And um, someday I will publish my first or part of it, maybe a first book that I published at eight or put out there, um, to my family. That was my first. (laughs) So I really felt, you know, I want to do more of this. And I thought, you know, I do love sharing in this way. So... Anyway, there's. I think I'm going to put a link, if I remind myself, to put a link uh, in the bio or in the, dis- the episode description box. Write myself a little note to do that. And, of course, if you follow me on Insta, um, it's in my stories. I'll, I'll, I'll be posting maybe next week. I don't know if this week. I will be posting... Um, you know, a picture of the book cover and, you know, a link that people can go. And I'll put it also um, in my flow code, you know, in my Insta bio. Yeah, so if you go to my IG bio, or you can just Google my name and it pops up along with my Meditation for Everyday Living book and also CDs and things like that that, that are also on Amazon. But anyway... If that's something you like and you get it, let me know how you um, how you like it and if it helps you. And for me, I did the book in a way that you could just open it to any page if you want to. You could do it, you know, sequentially, you know, chronologically, or you know, just open it to what you need to know. I did it actually this morning, and it was pretty spot on. So. Just little bits of wisdom for your soul that encourages, empowers, inspires, and guides you on the soul path. That's a big part of our soul path is the, is the healing and the empowerment and encouragement, but also the inspiration so that we do move into inspired action. And so when we're responding from inspiration and insight, then we are re- responding from the soul. The soul completely works by, you know, need, necessity, inspiration. And actually the whole universe works by that. Wherever there's a need or a necessity and then there's an inspiration that comes from that. All right, Radiant Soul Lights. Well, well, let's get to callers. 347-539-5122. 347-539-5122 is the number. And she's going to keep barking, little monkey. 
She's a little teacup Yorkie, and oh my God, she cracks me up when, she, when we're walking. And now I'm just throwing the ball. She's running around the house. All right, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Let's see who we've got here. Hi, you're on air. Hello, it's Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. Hi. 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 I wanted to listen live and call and just say congratulations about the ebook. Finally, and I mean, it's such a small ball, and it took so long, you know, back and forth, and editing, and this and that, well, and yeah. learning the yeah, yeah learning the uh, format too, how to upload it to yes, uh, Kindles. Very a lot of technical stuff in the back end. Yeah. So those of you listening, this is um, Jacqueline Hansel. She is the editor uh, of the book and edit does other editing projects of books. And why don't you say share a little bit about yourself, Jacqueline? What you um, what you do okay. and maybe your vision. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. Okay. Well, I, I do work. I'm a speech pathologist in, a, in an elementary school. Um, and, um, but I've also been editing mostly because Michelle encouraged me to and asked me to <laughs> during, a re, during a reading. Yeah, um, yeah through and, that guy, it was, it was part of your path, though, though you remember. I, I know. Yeah, right? I know. And it, I just, I love it. It does. It does fill my soul. Like, I absolutely love editing, which I think is so funny when you first said that. You're like, you have, a, like, a talent for editing. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound very exciting, but uh, I do love it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm I'm actually edited a, a book a memoir for a gentleman who was a teacher for 35 years, and actually that is in the final. Woo! It'll be published in January. Um, yeah, so uh, that's exciting. And, um you know, I'm working with a mutual friend of ours on creating a book um, as well, a fiction book. Um, and, yeah, I don't, I've done proofreading, all different stuff. Oh, proofreading um, is good. Yeah, you did with my blog, which, by the way, I think should be fixed today, my blog. How do people oh, get good. in touch with you? I know you have an Inst. What you yeah. are, you're on um, Instagram. What is that? And then also, um, is okay. there email or anything? Yeah, it's all J Hansel editing, all one word. J H A N Z as in zebra L, and then editing, and that's my Instagram. It's also jhanselediting.com is my website, and then my Gmail is jhanselediting at gmail. Okay, very so, cool. Very yeah. cool. You also, have a, I, also I know you have a yes. YouTube channel. I do. You? For the, Are you for starting? The, right. Well, I have a couple of them, but I have the one I have for. <laughs> My my authors, I wanted to interview the authors oh. that I work with, um, is oh. called Hansel's House of Stories. And right now I just have, I have an interview up with um, a woman by the name of Anastasia Wasco who um, wrote a, um, it's called Autofiction. So it's like an autobiography, but there's some fiction in there. Um, and very cool, um, called Benna Work. Um, so I had interviewed her right in the beginning of September. That's on there. Um, She's dealt with bipolar disorder, and there's some mm. stuff in there about it, and it's, it's beautifully written. Um, but it's short. It's like 75 pages or something, I think. Right. I think. If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Well, people have shorter – I remember yeah. my – I think I told this story before, but my first book uh, – well, the published book with this uh, authentic publishing company, I think it was through um, – Meditation for Everyday Living, it was really interesting because 
I'd started writing in a certain way, and then when I went in meditation and connected with the oversouls and the guides, they were like, and you got to remember, this was the first, I think when I started writing was late 90, 98 or 2000, and then by the time, yeah, I think it's in second edition now, which came out, I think, in 2007. Mm-hmm. But they said shorter. They kept guiding me and saying, look, meditation is, is, a, is consciousness. It's who we really are, that state. And mm-hmm. so all the meditations I came out with were anywhere from five minutes to I think the longest is 13 or 15 minutes. And I remember at the beginning, people were like, oh, you have to meditate at least 20 minutes or half an hour. Now you see these shorter meditations because people yeah. get it. Like, okay, it's just aligning. Yeah. And, and truly, if the best thing for meditation is not how long you meditate, but how long you are in the meditative state and can you get in that state much easier. Yeah. So I think people are into these shorter offerings, you know, books and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I also was calling to plug your your YouTube channel that I've been helping you with, <laughs> you know, you oh, yeah. podcast with Michelle Mache because – I think everybody who's listening should totally just subscribe to the channel. Even if there's episodes you've heard already, there's going to be, I know you're going to do live. So I just want to encourage everybody for that. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you for that. Yes, yeah. that's right. We're yeah. going, we're migrating stuff, bits on the channel. I think the last couple of weeks are on the channel. But some, because some people haven't been, have only been listening to Awakenings for months or a year or two. So there's right. some gems that we've uploaded from, I don't know, yeah. from the beginning. There's 2009. Five, ten years two, ago. When did, when did you start? I think 2007. Yeah, there's one from 2000. You know, people there's talk about Joe Rogan, early adopter. I'm like, hey, dude, I was doing the podcast. <laughs> That's right. And as a woman, there weren't very many women yeah. podcasters. I had to learn editing. I had to do learn everything, the back end. I had to learn how to um, uh, upload, you know, back in the day. And you know, you had Live yes, well. and then crazy. live, then, yeah, then we had live, and, I, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I remember thinking, what am I going to talk about for that long? The first place at Cosmic <laughs> Dimensions Radio, I was like, the first show was 30 minutes long, and I thought that, I was like, 30 minutes? What am I right. going to say? <laughs> <laughs> and then they sent me all these people to interview, a lot of musicians, you know, that have, and what world-renowned, mm-hmm. well-known musicians. So they've been interviewed by the best of the best and around the world. And then I was like, what am I going to say to them? You know? Right. <laughs> and you how did. am I going to edit this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a fun, it's a fun yeah. ride. And, you know, that to me just says follow your creativity. This is no matter yeah. what, you know, where it, let it, let it lead you. Because I always thought everything I've ever done, I've thought, Funny, I never really think about the money. I need to learn to think more about the money with my Taurus moon. That'll come in later, but I don't really, you know, it's like I'm all about the experience, the soul experience mm-hmm. and expression, and mm-hmm. um, and just kind of, you know, zooming around the world, connect, you know, con- having these experiences and expressions with people on a soul level. That's really inspirational yeah. to me. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for that. Because yeah, guys, come subscribe to the YouTube. Well, subscribe to my soul. I keep forgetting about that too. Soul Insights and Tarot, and then um, also the Awakenings podcast. Because then we we are going to be doing video casts also. Um, 
pretty shortly. I don't know if the next month or two. By January for sure. Good. That I'm excited for too. And then bring yeah. some of it over. So I can do some deep dives. Because even now I have to watch what I say a little bit now on Blog Talk. Because mm. if they, the episodes go to YouTube, you know, one of my channelings got know. Um, struck. Which it was... Uh, Later, all proven to be true. This is true. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, did you have a question? You know, I did actually have a question, and it didn't come up okay. until right before I was going to call you. My little fur baby, she got, she, well, she went through surgery, oh. but she seems to be doing well with that. It was for um, a rotating patella, a loose knee joint, knee joint. but Three. She threw up yesterday, and then she just threw up a little while ago, and I'm not. I'm like, what? I don't know what this. Did is she have ana- she ana- like, anesthesia? Oh no, this was a long. She had the surgery a long. Time oh, long time. Ago. Ago. I mean, back oh. almost five weeks ago. Okay, because I definitely. Ago, oh, almost five. Well, it could be. And what about she okay? Hadn't, I don't feel it's anything sorry. to majorly worry about, but I do get. Okay. I don't know if it's too, it's something that she's ingested. So I don't know if it's a certain food or something yeah. too much, too much of a certain food. Okay. Because it's definitely something it she's the... ingested. I don't feel that it's something internal going on. That's why I asked okay. about the anesthesia. It's definitely, so it could be something that she ate, maybe that she doesn't normally eat. Okay. Yeah, I have to, I mean, she's another one. So I, she only eats, can eat chicken protein, so I have her on this food that is there's no other you know protein source in it and but she both days it was I realized she didn't chew up I had put some raw green beans in there yesterday uh, in her food I've been doing that because she's always so hungry so I tried to fill it that she didn't chew it up at all like she and then um, I did give her a carrot and like some of the carrot came out so I'm like oh oh I think I didn't cut it up enough I don't know I hope that was it I hope that's it no I, I don't well then no? it could be just that it's too much right now for her system or she ate too much okay I don't feel it was the okay. carrot I don't feel <laughs> it was the carrot at all I get a little like bile stuff in there so sometimes you know oh, yeah it's a too much too rich you know okay okay thank you but definitely yeah I don't feel anything major okay okay good yeah <laughs> She's a baby, you know. I lost my older oh. one, and you get the ba- you get you get a baby, and you're like, no, they're supposed to be perfect. They're not have anything wrong. With yeah, but they get you little, know. you know. I know. Yeah. Tummy aches yeah. and things, or eat too much. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, That's thank you. Going on. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. Talk to you All later. All right. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, this is Jennifer. How are you? Hi, Jennifer. Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Say, um, I've got a a fur baby also, and Ah. we're moving from Seattle to Phoenix in a couple weeks. And I just wondered um, what I – I don't think I want to give her any meds to keep her calm on the trip, but I wondered if you had any uh, suggestions to make her more comfortable on the drive. Mm. Okay, let's see. Well, 
I definitely feel like I don't know if it's blankets or something, but I feel like cushy stuff will yes. help her. Comfy is that what she? Yeah, loves? yeah I feel like cushy, comfy yeah. stuff will help her. Um, definitely, maybe you can sneak her in your lap. I don't know, but um, yeah. I don't know what is. There's a treat. Is it tyrosine that also helps? There's a treat with that, or you can get the amino acid. It really helps relax. But mostly, I feel the cushy, comfortable. I can see like a blanket, like in a circle, and she's in the middle, like a donut, and she's yep. in the middle. So That's, she. Yeah. yeah, that really is comforting to her, having that kind of boundary with the cushy comfy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, she'll do okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking she trusts me completely, so we'll just, we'll get there. <laughs> I think she's going to be a little, because she does get a little, for lack of a, discombobulated. If there's disruption, I feel, to her. It's weird because I do feel she's a little explorer. I don't feel that she minds that. But at the same time, she get she could get wary or leery of people or unknown situations. Like it takes mm-hmm. her a little bit to warm up, you know, like, oh, this is okay. fun. This is interesting. So I think just you're perfect for baby mommy to her because you don't, you don't push her, you know. But I, but I no. do feel once she gets the hang of something, then she's like, oh, let's go. Let's do this. Let's get out there, you know. Okay. It's just, it can't be, you know, again, she has to do kind of a comforting, almost like a little Cancerian or maybe Pisces kind of energy where <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's in her, what her chart is, but there's this kind of little delicate energy with her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I got her as a rescue from a, she had kittens and in a hoarding situation. So I was able to get her through a rescue, and she's been a wonderful companion. Well, that might be why. There might have been, you know, with all that stuff and junk coming in, she may have felt overwhelmed. Because I I feel Mm -hmm. once she adjusts to something that could be overwhelming, then she's Mm -hmm. fine. It's just, some you know, some people and some dogs just jump into something. But some, like, like she's the type, she's going to put her little, maybe half a paw in the pool and then sit and fill it out and then another and another. So it's like definitely little bit by little bit with her. Okay. Okay. Well, I know we'll, we'll do well and we'll get there sometime in December. <laughs> okay. Well, keep us posted Thank and you. happy, safe travels. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you later, Michelle. Talk to you later. Hi, you're on air. Oh, hello. Hi, hi, this is Miranda. Thank you for taking my call. Um, my question is, I had um, um, initiated a, a project and asked if I could do this where I um, where I work, and they said no. And I'm wondering if they'll if it'll come around and and whether I'll get the opportunity to do it on my own or if I have to ask. If you if you can do it on your own there or someplace else. Over there, yeah. If 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 they if like somehow like will the opportunity come around? Will they offer it to me or do I have to like ask them again in a little while? I feel you're going to have to ask them again. The thing I feel with you too is that yeah, you it definitely shows you're going to have to ask. And it may take a while. It may be earliest 
April or maybe even more into June. Mm-hmm. It also feels like something that you're on a soul level meant to do on your own and get and get that going as something on the side and then bring in because I don't see them as receptive. So it may it may take a while. You know, you'd have a better chance if you were already doing this on your own to then bring mm-hmm. it in. Okay. Um, and part of that I feel with them has to do with like professionalism also. Like if they're whether they're hiring you or you're doing it on your own free to bring it in, they kind of want to see that you have, you know, in the street vernacular, the, the receipts. Do you have the receipts? Have you been doing this, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I would say with you. That's what's coming up for you. Okay. That makes sense. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're, you're so happy very Thanksgiving. welcome. Yeah, Bye. happy Thanksgiving too as well. Bye. I think. I'm not sure if this week. Did we get you already? Hi, you're on air. Hi, this is Haley. Oh, hey, Haley. Hi. How are you? I'm. How are you? Good. 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 Um. Yeah, I was just wondering if I could ask a quick question. Um. I am kind of. I'm trying to figure out. I guess. I guess my question is, do you see me moving anytime soon? I'm thinking I will move, but I'm not sure when it will happen because finances are kind of tight. Tight, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let me see here. I'm kind of getting more with work stuff. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to move at some point, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's something either with work, maybe even ch- your home you might change some things in your home or make it more efficient for something you're going to be doing on the side or redecorating or getting rid of stuff and something new in or getting rid of something and saying, I don't need that. I, I'm getting a lot of change within the home. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So it's almost like a, there's like a nesting, like you getting more comfortable to hunker down, but there is this getting rid of stuff, this kind of clarifying um, you're definitely also yeah. moving, but there's something you're meant to do before you move. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I was just talking to my mom, and I used the word hunker down because I'm oh, some, yeah. I, live, I live with my oh, boyfriend, but I live with my boyfriend, but we might be separating. But I'm, oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of. I feel kind of stagnant, but I also kind of just want to hunker down and focus on some work stuff first. That's what you need to but do. I don't know if that's, that's the right decision. Okay. Yes, I just said hunker down. I really don't use that phrase. <laughs> I know I was going to say, funny. are you from the South? I'm like, hunker that's, down. Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's funny. Are you? Because I'm hearing hunker yeah. down, and I'm hearing you need to hunker down on in work. And that's, you need to get your inner world and inner life secure. Yeah, so, okay, that's kind of what I'm feeling. So, yeah, that's yeah, intu- Yeah, this is a confirmation for you, for your intuition. Yeah. yeah. It's like on a soul level and also the higher self, like you're too tied into the boyfriend and you're not sure and that may be winding mm-hmm. out. So I mm-hmm. would say, yeah, organize things, make things more organized for whatever it is that you need to do. Yeah. Get rid of what you don't need. Just it, part of it is you need to get rid of some things, and you know what they are. You know, it's just 
either mm-hmm. things you haven't worn or don't need or broke, whatever. And mm-hmm. make it cozy, comfort, work for you for what you need to do to hunker down and focus on what the things that you need to hunker down to, which is a big part of it is work. Because what's, mm-hmm. what needs to happen is you need to connect back in to your the core you know, the core, mm-hmm. the heart mm-hmm. center, the core of you connected to the higher self. Because there's mm-hmm. a, you've got a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, there's a lot of wiggly energy around you in your core. Mm-hmm. So you either maybe didn't do some things because you got in the relationship and it was, I, I don't know, there's a lot of ifs, a lot, it, there's a lot of iffy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot True. of iffy stuff around you, yeah. A whole so, lot, okay. Yeah. Now, see, that's that can be okay as long as we keep going back and strengthening our core, but we also have to acknowledge I'm around a lot of iffy stuff, and the only way to deal with iffy stuff is to strengthen the inner. See, a lot of times people, and we're taught to actually on an ego level, is to bring certainty to our situations, mm. but that's not it. Yeah, this is definitely the case of the inner situation will reflect and also um, affect outer situation. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And especially, cool. I don't know if you have if you have any. If uh, what, what's your sun sign? Do you know your astrology? Um, Aries. Yeah, Aries. Oh, well, the next year, Aries and then July. Aries, and then and then I also have um, my. My rising and my moon is Gemini. Okay, well, so you're being affected by this, you know, Mars retrograde in Gemini. I don't know if you have anything aspecting Scorpio or Taurus because the North Node is in Taurus, but Uranus is also mm-hmm. there. We've had these eclipses. Because oh, I, get, I get some of this is also, you know, astrological. It's It's the transit that you're in with this, uncertainty of stuff being mm-hmm. uh, because of what it, what it is is you're meant to create a, a foundation mm. that's very strong that you can navigate your life from with or without a partner or whatever kind of partner mm-hmm. whatever you're doing it, it and again that that's probably going to happen more um when the north node is going into um aries next next uh what is it next um I think July, yeah, next July, I believe, mm. July 2023. Okay. So we'll okay. have that swap, yeah. So you can get a jump on it now, and it sounds like your intuition yeah. is coming through to you, has been coming through. So yeah. in some yeah. ways I'm just giving you a, confer- I'm giving you a confirmation of what your instu- intuition was telling you. Yeah, and I so appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, thank you yeah, so much. That's, I love when that happens, you know, it's like – yeah, I get using it too. the same phrase is so interesting. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had it the other other day with somebody with one of my um, pick a card on YouTube. I never say this. All of a sudden, the reading, I went snap. Someone's going to be snap, and then I I don't know what I said after that. Like whoa, and then I went snap, and she was in the comments. She started laughing. She goes. I can't remember who it is because she's, I think Barbara, I think she's in Canada. Mm-hmm. And she said, 
I knew it was my reading. I always say that, and I said, I never say that word. I don't go, snap. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, but all of a sudden, it just it comes out, just like, hunker down, hunker down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Love it. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's when you know you're a good, not just me as a reader, but the person. You guys are good mm-hmm. broadcasters. You're transmitting, mm-hmm. hey, give me a sign in a way that I know this is mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I always ask for that yeah. when I when I do when I ask for signs I say give it in a way that it's for me and I, I'm telling you whether it's something someone says something I read a YouTube video I watch there will be something that is so specific to me and sometimes the readers will even say that this is so specific I don't know who this is for maybe one person I'm like yeah it's me I'm putting it out there I want to make sure mm-hmm. I'm reading this right yeah so that kind of makes life yeah. extra fun extra fun yeah, this way. absolutely. Love those synchronicities, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank All you right, for that Haley. answer. You, I appreciate your you're help. You're so welcome. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Bye. Oh, I love that. The synchronicities. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Hello, hello. Valerie. How are you? Hey, Valerie. The Citrine. I'm your card reading. Oh, wow. One of my favorite. That's right. one of my favorite. client of mine gave that to me. Oh, I'm going to take it right now. Whoops, a lot going on in your life. All of a sudden, the doggies got... <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Um, yeah, that's... I can't remember what... You know, I don't remember the readings exactly. Um but I do know I love that crystal. Yeah, I do too. So did you, ha- and so what did you get out of it? Do you have anything you want to share? Um, I don't know. I'm just hoping that reading would definitely apply to me because I, I like what was being said, you know, about the prosperity and everything around, you know, different things. Oh yeah, the citri- yeah, that's a good when you get citrine, that's definite cuz the self-esteem, self-confidence is going up, which means that I've, oh, I now remember everything was increasing with that one, right? Right. I I think there was a lot of increases. Yes, now I remember. So I'm hoping a lot of that applies to me. Hold on one sec, my Yes, now I remember. So it resonated then. Yes. Mhm. Great. Yeah, I remember that one now. It was in a lot of different areas. Um, it wasn't just one area. I think a couple of them were one particular area, and this one was like just a lot of different. Mhm. Okay, put the doggies in the other room. Well, did you have anything else you wanted to share or ask? <laughs> Um, let's see. I'm thinking about uh, possibly um, working again after I've been off for some years, but um, uh, on a part-time basis. Yeah. So are you seeing anything with that? Let's look and see. It's coming up. Yeah, but now, Valerie, because I guess because you don't have to, you're, I see you very particular, checking different things out. 
um, you may start a couple of things and go, no, that's not what I want to do, or I, I, that was nice, or the person there is nice. The one thing I'm getting is you needing to get out more, to stretch out, either get out of the house more or do more social or just, I don't know, even going to the museum or gallery or symphony on your own or cafe or bookstore or whatever. Something where there's other people. Um, and you're thinking about not not in the field that you were in before, right? You're thinking of something new, it shows. No, in in the same field, in a different way. Oh, but, oh, but in a different way. Okay. Is it mo- mo- working more from home or contract-based or something? Uh, it's possible. I'm not sure possible. about the contract. Something like temporary for like a few months or six yeah, months. That's what or... I meant. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Temporary or contract. So it's like three or four months, six months. Yeah. Doing that definitely. Is it something with a lot of paperwork or on the computer a lot? Are you inputting a lot of stuff? It's technical, so it's computer driven. That's what I thought. Okay, because I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I wonder what this other thing is that I'm seeing you. You might volunteer or help someone or do some kind of work. Bottom line is I see a lot around you that is more temporary or contract-based. You could meet some people. Let's say, I don't know, like a festival, rummage sale, uh, I don't know, some kind of don't you know philanthropic something, this or that, or and you could say, oh, I can do that, or I'll help out with that, or I can do this. So there's next year there's a lot of these little things that come one off, you know, and you might be asked again to do it in six months or a year. Oh, we do this every year. And I can tell you saying to someone, oh, I like doing that, and, you know, they do it yearly, and then your friend's saying, oh, you're going to do it again next year. No, no, I don't think so. So <laughs> there's a lot coming up for you that is just this, try it and do it or you're doing it for a short period of time and then moving on. I think because a big part of you wants more freedom. But you do want to work, you want to connect with it, you want to do things, you want to be, you know, you want to be useful, you want to be productive. But it's yeah. also showing that that on a soul level you don't want to get entangled in something that's a commitment forever, you know. Right. It's like maybe 3 days a week for um, you know, something that's not really like five days and that whole thing. No, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, something like really, no, really part time, but pays well. But pays well. I want the money. <laughs> no, I definitely see you doing the part time. But it's interesting because as I look in your energy field, you know, I'm going into the akashic. I see a lot of things that represent this. Like you might go to a group for three or four months, or and then no, I'm done. Okay, that was nice. Oh, I met this person. That was nice. Or oh, I helped them out doing this. Or I'm 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 doing this. We're doing this drive. We're doing this here. We're do- okay. Now I'm done. So everything that's coming up seems to have this shorter term. You know, even if you were working five six days a week, it'd be for two three months or four months, like a big project, and then I'm done. Oh, now I'm going to go vacation. I'm going to go over here. And then, oh, now I'm going to do this job, but I told them I only want to do three days a week. I did five. I only want to do three. Or I did three. I can do five now. So really you're being asked to just be open, like flexibility from 223 Mm -hmm. on, you know, 2023 on. It's just like checking in with yourself, 
sometimes you may do more, sometimes less. You know, it, it's going to confound some of your friends. I see a couple friends around you that are like, well, I thought you didn't want to do that. And you go, eh, no, I'm going to do that. No, it's fine. You know, I, I could do a, c- a couple extra days. And then you'll finish with that, and then you they'll say, oh, you, you're working five days a week now. No, 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 I'm doing two with this one, or I'm doing three. Yeah, so <laughs> no one's going to be able to really pin you down next year. It, it's like you're, you're really being flexible uh-huh. with yourself and circumstances and situations. Yeah, there's a lot of flexibility. Oh, yeah. Good, I like yeah, flexibility. Yeah, you love that. Your soul loves that. Your soul loves the flexibility and the... Being able to kind of change it, and it's weird, it's so, your soul's not doing it because of anything or like no one can know what I'm doing. It's just that's how you think, you know, mm-hmm. why can't I change it up this way? Yeah. Right. Yeah, thank you. Yes, you're very, very welcome. All right, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, got it. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good. Who's this? This is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I actually have a similar, <laughs> similar question. Oh, my gosh. So the um, the caller just called, and I want to ask you something about crystals. But um, so I am, I want to move somewhere, like to another state. And I am open to looking in that state for employment or either remote employment. So basically, you know, I can do that anywhere. Um, I'm starting a project, like a tent project, but just for a month, maybe in a week or so after, like in a week and a half. But I'm wondering about the direction of getting a position or what area to look in for the, like if I had to get something, I want something long-term well, you got to give me some areas because otherwise it's a big um, – Like yeah. legal or contracts, like legal contracts or like kind of legal field kind of. Okay. Let's see. Legal field. I kind of feel, yeah, definitely it shows legal and something kind of mm-hmm. quick. So you mm-hmm. might be interviewing inter- and talking and then nothing and then it comes in. could also be a company that's also international, but definitely it does show legal. There could be they're either they're, they're – maybe they're – are you in a different state or – Yeah. So I'm, when I, 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 well, I moved from Georgia, and I'm just in New York temporarily, but I'm trying to move to, to North Carolina. Oh, okay. So maybe more when you move. Mm-hmm. It could be associated with a move is what I'm hearing. Um, one of the things I've been seeing, in, and again, I'm, I'm going to start posting some of my Patreon. Um, I'll probably do it on Rumble because some of them are uh, they're very accurate, but they're also very mm-hmm. jarring to people, to the government and people that like to censor. But I did a pr- prediction of Facebook having not doing well a few years ago and them laying off a lot of people, and that's come to pass and seeing social media, big companies, you know, a lot going on with them and having these kind of hearings, uh, which apparently I guess has already started. I don't kind of keep up with stuff. But um, so I feel next year is going to be a really good time for people to get more project-based or contract work. 
Um, I feel companies, larger companies, are somehow maybe they're going to be in trouble for monopoly, monopolizing. I don't know, but I feel like, or they could, you know, how they do divvy up or you know their divisions or whatever. So, um, yeah, but I I feel so I feel like what you want to do, you'll be able, you'll definitely be able to have work. You know, it may even be some place you worked before. Or with someone that you know, that's interesting, or you knew before, or a contact from someone that you know. Hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, what I'm trying to do is kind of like save up the money to move, but I'm like, you know what, if I get something remote, then I can do that, you know, I can do that well, anywhere. Well, go for that, do that, yeah. Now, yeah. where you're moving, do you know people? Yes, I do know a few people there, yes. Yeah, because I feel like, again, your bigger changes, and we're almost there, or next year, mm-hmm. probably you've got some changes March, April, May, May, June on, yeah. and then again in September. I don't know if that's when you're planning on moving. I'm planning like but I, April I, by April, yeah. Okay, well, that so fits in that time frame. So you could mm-hmm. have something work-wise or be doing the same thing, or you might be working more remotely, and then mm-hmm. something else comes in that's much after the move that's much more substantial okay. and that could come from someone that you, that could definitely come from someone that you know by the way so okay. I, I get what you're saying because i i see a jump in in money mm-hmm. i see like increase mm-hmm. i see like kind of scrambling you know uh-huh. like balancing you know one to the next and then the move and then it's you're fine but it's a little pinchy yeah, and then there's, and then it's like that, like that, and then I see woo, like a big arrow going up, like a something comes up, a big a big job or position or something. Mm-hmm. And like I okay. said, it could be from someone that you know, mm-hmm. or maybe you interviewed with them and then they come back around. But I I can hear someone saying, well, you know, da 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 is available or someone just quit and i think that's available or da 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 have you ever thought of this da 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 so i can mm-hmm. hear someone talking to you so either you interview with them nothing's there and they come back to you or mm-hmm. it's someone you know giving you you know what we call here in the in california 411 you know the info giving you hey this is um that's how long you know what i just thought i love it we don't have 411 anymore. We used to, back in the day when I was growing up, we had 911 for emergency and 411 was reservation or information to get somebody's phone number. Oh, it doesn't exist anymore? Because I know they have 311. They have 311 now. Yeah, well, they have 311 here if you have community, you want to talk mm-hmm. to issues or you want to talk to your local yeah, whatever. government, politicians, yeah. government. Yes, but I just flashed so on me. They haven't exist anymore. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Well, it's Google. It's replaced you... with Google. It's it Google replaced now. with Google. Yeah, and there's no more white pages. You used to be able to call. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to get Nancy Baker's number. And <laughs> what street? What street? Do you know what? There's a lot of bakers. Oh well, I think she's on Willow Street. Yeah, Willow. Willow. Oh yes, there's a Nancy Baker on Willow. Here's the number. Oh my God, I love wow. it. I'm like straddling the, the rocket age and the propeller airplane age. <laughs> oh God, that's oh, funny. God. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, keep us posted because it really looks like you've got a lot of change next year. Good stuff coming yeah. in. Yeah, I'm yeah. open to it. I'm ready Big for happy change. holidays. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All positive, positive vibes. I definitely um, want to just get into a lot because I listen to Abraham. I want to really get change my vibe because that's basically what they're saying. Once you change your vibe and get in alignment with what you want, then it could just come. So I'm focusing on Yes, except you also have to look at the subconscious. That's the big caveat they don't talk about. They don't cover. Because you have okay. to look at, yeah, that if, you yeah. Have, if you're yeah. in a repetitive pattern, you and you can do that through, you know, hypnotherapy or meditation techniques. Inner child work or something. Inner child, yeah. But, yeah, they, they make it seem like, oh, you can just manifest. And you need to manifest what's within your soul. That's the other thing. Right. In which well, more people is, your, will... is your guest coming on with the money issues? The, the, um, the, the... Yeah, they should be. Uh, let's see if they're in the queue. I don't have a. That should uh... be interesting. <laughs> I think I have. Yeah. That, well, that's right up the alley. Yeah. Yes, and then also yes. I have on my website, soulplayground.life, mm-hmm. uh, the five-step emotional clearing process and also um, projection perception, those processes. You can copy and paste. That helps. Okay. Uh, especially five-step emotional clearing. Yeah, I think I had one of them. Yeah. Where you, where you, where you, well, I think that was you, and you tell the person, like you go back in your childhood or something, you tell the person, that's not me anymore, or that never was me. That was your thing, right? Well, you don't do that. You actually change the pattern because when you start changing okay. it in the mind and then do a behavior, I think you go to Soul Support Tools. You can also download okay. the MP3, and I talk about all, how all the mind, the mind works and how okay. these patterns are laid down. That's, and I'll be honest, I had, especially when I worked at Agape Spiritual Center, I, I mm-hmm. worked with so many people and as private clients as well mm-hmm. that followed the secret and – to getting their houses taken back because they didn't handle the subconscious. So it doesn't matter how many affirmations you do or sticky notes you put around your house. If you don't handle the subconscious part, if there's a competing idea or, or, or a differing, uh, what we call a counter belief, intention, yeah. a, mm-hmm. a belief and an intention. Yeah, it'll sabotage you. It'll, it can sabotage exactly. you. Exactly. So, yeah, so once you know these tools, that's why I did these two mm-hmm. tools, then you okay. can clear, and then you can also see, oh, that's that coming in. I'm just going to do a pattern interrupt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this up. Okay. Once you start doing that, that's actually when your vibrational frequency raises. Change. Not being happy and smiling, but dealing with the emotional stuff, because the emotional body corresponds to our astral body. Our astral... <laughs> Yeah, see, if that's what people don't realize that the you've got the akash where the where the where the template is laid, but the the astral plane is where in the, well, let's put it this way also in the tree of life, it's this ninth sphere which is called foundation. It's mm-hmm. the testing place. Is there enough vibrational frequency, resonance, and coherence for this situation to manifest? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that corresponds you know, to our what? emotions. Hmm? Yeah, I know. I Go used ahead. to be. I used to be a really good manifester. Like when I I moved to Atlanta before, I didn't have any money. I manifested twenty thousand dollars within a few weeks. 
right? And I was using it. This is my favorite book. I use um, is Shak Shak is it Shakti Gawain? Shakti Gawain has this book. It's called. She has different books, but it's Shakti Gawain, Creative Visualization. But what she yeah, you kind of focus on the feeling of what you want, but then you kind of you you write what you want, and then when negative thoughts come up, you kind of counteract them, where you change them to positive. So I guess it's a whole process of allowing yourself to have it in your mind and really you feeling have to. like. Yeah, right. I keep it like, all the like time. A, manifest. Yes, you have to yes. allow it because otherwise it stays in the subconscious as shadow material. But now here's the thing: we change. I was say, but I sabotaged what I created because <laughs> I didn't. I know. I well, that's what I was going to say. Work. See, sometimes, sometimes we're manifesting, manifesting, and things are clicking. Mm-hmm. Things are happening. Things mm-hmm. are clicking. Mm-hmm. But life happens. This is why we, just yeah. like we, I always say it this way, just like we have to take a shower every day or we brush our teeth or we clean out the refrigerator or clean out the closet, we have to do that because what people don't talk about or realize, and this is also why we have to work out or walk or do something yeah. to keep in shape. Yeah. We go through things yeah. in life, life knocks us down. Then we mm-hmm. make new decisions, new vows, yes. I'm never going to let yes. that happen again. And yes. that, yes, and then all of a sudden we go, well, now that, I want to manifest again. And we got to go, uh-oh, wait a minute, what's happened to me? And yes. now what have I, I been living some, by? Yeah, yeah you got to clear when that. I was a kid, and I don't think I've cleared them. I know, And I know exactly yeah. what they well, were. But, yeah. Yeah. you got you got to clear the vows as a kid, but also as an as an adult you know and i had mm-hmm. years ago i worked with this woman who was in a, had gotten divorced uh, she was very wealthy got a lot of stuff taken away from her from her husband it was mm-hmm. a very contentious divorce and this is why i created the five step emotional clearing process because i was doing all of this clearing work for people and repatterning very successfully but i thought i want something that people can do it on their own so anyway mm-hmm. the upshot mm-hmm. to this was she was trying, this is year, 14 years later, she's trying to get in a relationship. Trying, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. She meets people, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. We go back in, mm-hmm. subconscious, and she had made a vow after that divorce, I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to let anybody get that close to me. Uh-huh. Do you know uh-huh. we I cleared that? Like and, that. W- and within I six did. months she was engaged, and, and but in a year she was married. But we get what I'm trying Maybe to I say. Need to also, do a private though, session with you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can, you can, yeah. Yeah, you can. But here's the thing, Katie. Okay. What I'm why I'm sharing this with everybody because it's mm-hmm. yes, it's our childhood, but we go through things in life that dent us, and so mm-hmm. we don't have yes. necessarily yes. the same consciousness when we were manifesting everything easily. When you go through a lot of loss or disappointment, death, divorce. Yeah, uh, financial yeah. ruin. You know, I've it's done this work also with yeah. with yeah, I've done this work also with traders and stockbrokers because when they take big hits, let's say they're making forty, mm-hmm. fifty thousand a day, they're doing these big trades, and then mm-hmm. they take a hit. Uh, some of the people that work with me have also worked with Tony Robbins because he does NLP mm-hmm. uh, as well, yeah. and he kind of he kind of stole his stuff from one of my two, Grindler and Bandler. But anyway, that's a whole another topic, but. But anyway, I would, these traders would come to me. I'm like, we got to clear this because now you have this belief because you've had all these losses, mm-hmm. and that's now the consciousness. So consciousness is malleable. If you're, I'm going to say this to you and to everyone mm-hmm. out there. 
if you're not manifesting what you want, you got to check in. And maybe it's like you you know you need to do a little tune up, a little overhaul. It's like changing the brake fluid, you know, cleaning the refrigerator. You got to go and go. What's happened to me the last three to five years? And what do I now believe about myself and believe about life? Because all you have to do is get in that meditative yeah. state and change it and do some kind of pattern interrupt, and then you bump up your vibrational frequency and keep it up there. And, of course, yes, feeling what it is that you want, envisioning it, feeling it. I use repetition. Um, but it doesn't matter. If you haven't done the inner work, you're not, it's not going to happen. It's just not. Okay, so let, let me ask you something. I know you've got to go. Let me ask you something. So, yeah, i got to go because I think the guest is, is here. She's here? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll okay. email you. Maybe I'll email you about, about, it's just about thoughts, like you have on a daily basis that keep you from doing what you want to do. Yeah, or put it in the comments and I'll share it with okay, people. Yeah. Again, I would say with you yeah. the five-step emotional clearing, but you can get the oh, MP3 yeah, on my Soul Path tools. I use it all the time. I use both, projection, mm-hmm. perception, taking back the guideline for taking back projections. And then I go, I I do it now in my, I've been doing it for so many years, I can see, oh, that's that pattern. It came back because mm-hmm. I've gone through this and this trauma, this and this loss. And I'm telling you, it works. You can dig your, okay. you know, you can get, you can dig your way out of there. Um, definitely. Okay. All right, I'll Katie, I think Thank our you. guest Thank is you. there. And then, uh, okay. Have a great okay. um, Thanksgiving. Okay, you too. And you can stay. You can keep listening. Yeah, I'm going to go in the chat. About- I'm going to go in the chat. Okay. Oh, you're going to go in the chat. Okay. okay, cool. Okay, bye. Okay, let's get one more, and then we've got our guest. If if our guest is in the queue, please press one on the keypad so that I know that you're how you're on air. Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Welcome. Hey, cool. I'm so glad I always uh am tuning in you with got the right, right in. frequency. Yeah. yeah, with the right with the right frequency and everybody's, you know, a lot of what you're just talking about like answered a lot of uh, kind of what I was gonna ask because I was just like, Man, it's like this this pattern of, you know getting to the point of something almost being complete and then like I don't know if it's just like a old programming from somebody being like, oh, you can't complete something or you can't, you know, it's like, and I'm at the point where I'm telling myself, okay, like putting a certain deadline on it is, is kind of keeping it in the 3D construct. It's, it's creating a lack because it's creating a need for something to occur at a certain time. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to be yeah, patient I would... when, when something is going to be complete. But I feel like after hearing what you were just saying um, to the last caller, I feel like, you know, it's obviously more of a pattern block. Yeah, and that's why I think we, I even had, um, was it Lynn from one of my Patreon was saying that she's just noticing people not, you know, manifesting or, um, oh, my God, my site, I had work done on it, and it's, okay, um, that um, the clearing work. See, that's the thing, and that's really what I incarnated to do. That's all the soul, and so many pe- people are resistant to doing that kind of work because it seems like, and I know that I'm going to call them out, though. They're marketers at Abraham Hicks Secret. They were all come a marketing background. They don't. They took their info from um, 
the three initiates, hermetic wisdom, hermetic philosophy. You know, I would say the people that do well with that, we're going to do well with that. I've seen so many people that have not done well with with their premise, you know, and I think taken here or there can be good, but they're not addressing the psychological, the mental, emotional. They're not addressing the emotional body, which is the energy in motion. We are energy in motion. Our emotional right, body right. clicks us in, and so and it has to it has to move somewhere because that's where all of it, all of it, stay, all the time and everything is, is staying energetically in our bodies, and it's not moving until we move it until we do this work. I think, you know, I think it's super important. I have a lot of Scorpio on my chart, obviously. You know this. Oh, but like, so then, yeah, yeah you know, they're diving yeah, deep. And I've seen people yeah, lose their house because they're like, the well, I did what Abraham Hicks, I said, well, Abra, I did that. I was, I've been doing the manifestation. You know, I've been doing the, you know, the affirmation. I've been doing, and it's, and I've been feeling it. I've been, well, it doesn't matter if, if you're doing the visualization and feeling things from the, level of consciousness that got you in that state you have to see what's the predominant patterning what's the predominant messaging what's the predominant belief what's the predominant you know inner affirmation that's going on and beyond that what's in your soul's path your soul's purpose you know i can look at myself being a model and actress and i've traveled all around the world i did all this but people still came to me and asked me questions, knew I was psychic, or all of a sudden would just start talking spirituality to me or opening up. Yeah. yeah. Because that was my path. It, it, the resonance, why I felt I had to, would do that, because it was fun, it was good money, it was fun, I got to travel. But also, when I started doing my, you know, using my gifts professionally, I tended to deal with a lot of people, and I still do, in the TV film industry. So I had that resonance. Not to, you know, to be the next top supermodel, but to deal with those people. I had enough resonance to attract them. See, so sometimes it's also yeah. about getting in the resonance of what we want to attract. This is why people say, successful people say be around what you want to attract also what in the inner world, around, but also yeah. the, yeah, also in the outer. Um, now, do you have a question? I got to scoot because I well, think my, our guest just my said, question "Yeah." It's going to be, you know, I, I mean, I know, I know, I'm going to release this. I don't know if I'm to the point of I'm, I'm trying to over perfect it because I've been working on the project for so long that I'm like uh, making any excuse or like again, it's, I think it's kind of like a pattern. But I'm wondering when you see because I wanted to have everything done by the end of the week, which I'm just. Being okay with the fact it's it's Thursday it's Thursday here in Bali, so I'm just okay with the fact that it's probably not going to happen by the end of the week. But um, when do you see it happening? Oh. I feel before the end of the year, but like when do you feel me being able to like launch and have all this stuff up and like have a like a seller? Uh, uh, it like does see a little. Or, it does seem a little longer. Um, I'm hearing to be patient. Uh, like stuff is going to take That's a while. What I hear. Whatever it is that you, yeah, whatever it is that you want to do, it may even be till March or April. It's not going to be right. all like, done think, or all up I'll, at once. No, no, it's I not think gonna be it, all I done. think it will be. 
being released from the basically like the end of the year through spring and spring will be like the final because I basically have like four or five lines. And so it's like, do I release everything all at once? Yeah, don't rush like it. A it's little, got, yeah. a little, a little, a little, a little, like, yeah. it's like just just shoot and release this little and then add, then do the next and do the next and over the next, like, three months. That's what I'm feeling, but I'm like, am I over-perfecting it? Is this a pattern that I'm running? No. Like, because it's almost complete. Am I blocking myself? Like, I guess that's my question. Is No, I think the uh, thing is, am, is you just got to not, it... not, not, oh, no, just get what you can and then plan on it's like it needs to multi, there needs to be multiple things it's not just one yeah, thing yeah yeah that's what i'm breaking it i'm breaking it into different like parts right now into different like okay. lines and Perfect. shapes and different things like so i just wanted Perfect. to know i'm like okay do you see do you see it like the start of the launch or something do you see this before the end of it's the a year starting. i think the it's final the st- will be it's okay, the yeah. starting okay yeah. All I right, sweetie. All Hang stuff. on. We got our guests coming oh. on. I just saw that they they put their the uh, hand Yay, up. Exciting. Well, okay. love you. Big hug. Love you too. Big hug. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Okay. I hope I'm saying this name right. Vangel, Vangeli, maybe Vangeli Makwakwa, Makwakwa. Let's see. Thanks for putting that up. Makwakwa. How do you, hello, welcome, welcome to Awakenings. How do you say it? Hi. Hi. Hi, Michelle. It's Vangile Makwakwa. So the G is silent and it's okay, pronounced Vanel? like you singing. Vangile. Vanile. Oh, okay. Vanile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Vanile. Yeah. Okay. And then how do you say your last name? Thank you. Makwakwa. And let people, because people like to get a visual and connect in, um, your website. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. It's wealthy, yes, wealthy-money.com. Okay, I just saw it here. I had written it down earlier. Okay. (laughs) Welcome. Okay, so we're going to be talking about healing ancestral money trauma, and we've had a lot of calls about money, vibration, increase, uh, so, Vanelli, if you can um, just give us a little bit about your background, and then um, let's talk about this. Because I know that a lot, <laughs> a lot of it gets passed on. Well, the thing is, you're right. A lot there's patterns, so a lot of it does get passed on. Yeah. Societal, the world, society, culturally, uh, familially. You know, it could be family, but it's also co- could be culture. It could be where somebody's from. I mean, there's so many strands to this. So, yeah, glad to hear your your insights on this. Yes, I'm super excited to be here. So, thank you so much. I've been on the call and listening to people um, as they're talking, and I really like the previous caller around law of attraction and what you were saying about people not really focusing on the subconscious, which is really around trauma, right? Yes. (gasps) Maybe that's why people don't want to focus on it, (laughs) because it has a lot to do with trauma. People want to skip that part. Very good point. Yes, yes. So um, my background is I actually just, for the purpose of this show, because I never really mention it often, but I come from a family of shamans, my lineage, especially mm. on 
I guess both on the maternal and the paternal side. I was going to say mainly on the maternal, but the paternal side is also very, very strong. So I actually started off my journey by going to study finance. Um, I thought that was the path to having financial freedom. I mean, in my mm. head, you go, you study finance, you become an investment banker. That was my entire path, by the way. I'll become an investment banker oh, and I'll okay. make lots of money and then I'll be done. And when that didn't happen, I couldn't figure out why was I getting straight A's in university, come out, have the job, and I'm just not able to retain the money. And I started mm. creating the same patterns as my family. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to go traveling. In the midst of my travels, I create credit card debt. And I decide, you know what, I'm going to move to the U.S. and I'm going to do my MBA. So I moved to Boston, Massachusetts, do my MBA, and the strategy was still the same. Now I have an MBA. I should get a nice, cushy job. As soon as right. I finished with my MBA, literally as soon as I graduate, I started having panic attacks with money. Every time I manage money, talk about money, do anything related to money, I started having panic attacks and just started, and then I started getting very, very depressed because over time the panic, the panic attacks just got worse and worse. The more I fought them, the worse they got. The more I tried to affirm, the worse they got, which is the whole thing that you were talking about, which is I was trying to bypass working with the subconscious. And then a friend of mine said one day, you know, Van, is it possible, because based on your family history, have you ever considered that a lot of what you're feeling is not even yours, that you're feeling a lot of ancestral stuff, so a lot of your money stuff is not only yours, but it's ancestral, which led me yeah. on this journey where I now look at how Trauma is passed down from generation to generation, but also how wisdom is passed down from generation to generation. So how do we tap into money wisdom, into ancestral money wisdom, and how do we connect with our ancestors so that they can give us that wisdom? And also how do we help our ancestors heal their trauma and how do we, uh, so that they can pass on that wisdom? And how do we heal our trauma in this lifetime as well so that we can, we don't have to keep passing down these patterns to future generations. Yeah. Perfect. And we do. Whether it's emotional trauma, relating patterns, how we yeah. relate to other people, the world, ourselves. You know, the other thing I think people need to know too is these patterns have been, they're thousands of years old. And, and depending what our mm. your family has, right, incarnated into what you were born yeah. into, there's a pattern yeah. of thought, belief, and behavior that reinforces, oh, I'm meant to be this, or I can only do this. Um, yes. Right? It's very interesting. Um, totally. And also our past lives also have an impact yeah. on the family of origin, and also the thought patterns that we carry, right, which is a lot of what I look at around money as well, is like the vows did we make in past lives? What vows did we unconsciously make in this lifetime? What contracts did we, do we have from previous lifetimes 
that are now playing out in our finances. And all that also impacts the way that we communicate around money within our family of origin, right, in this particular lifetime. And that then creates this, the patterns that we have. And a lot of it can be very, very traumatic. Yeah, and I want to make one little caveat because I've worked, I've known actually even on a personal level, um, quite a few millionaires, multimillionaires, and even billionaires that had a lot of fear around money. Mm. But because mm. fear can be also a great motivator. Yeah, because a lot of times people say, oh, you have to have your vibrational frequency high. No, it depends what's encoded. One of the people that I'm thinking about, um, and I won't say, I mean, older, older gentleman that his family was in the, um, you know, concentration camps and all that, and he was on the streets of Paris. He created a whole, mm. you know, you know, mogul, you know, business, entertainment, you know, mogul. He became that. So again, that goes back to the subconscious. And I think we all have to understand our subconscious, what's in there and how do we work. And that's why I'm kind of not into these formulaic things like, you know, the secret or Abraham Hicks, because it's just like multi-level marketing. It works less for most people. It does not work because my mind is not the same. They're marketers. It, yeah, if you have a marketing mentality, you may be able to do very well with get up in the morning and let's go. We're happy. Let's do it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but if that's not you, that ain't going to work no matter how many books you do or how many affirmations. Exactly. So I, right? Then we have to find out what's in. I think that's what exactly. I'm hearing you say. Hey, what's in your mind? What is totally. your trauma? Where did you come from? Totally. How, what motivates you? Because yeah, so. I always say this to people, that what works for me may not work for you because we don't have the same background. We have not experienced the same, we haven't had the same kind of childhood. We don't have the same ancestral history, right? And I even make an example with people who, my sister, my younger sister is, an, is a shaman and she works, that's a full-time thing. Um, a job and I talk a lot about that how she and I grew up in the same household but the way because we have different past lives right even though we've seen that we spent many past lives together in different ways but even the way that like certain events played out when we look back at them from childhood we have totally different takes on them some things that were completely traumatic to me are like, oh, whatever to her, right? And those events then impacted the way I look at the world and how I relate with people, how I interact in relationships, how I interact with money. But with her, certain other events that, she, that I'm like, how is that a trauma are completely different to her and they can be completely traumatic to her because we have a different we're all different at a very at a soul level we come into this life into this plane with different experiences already we have a different allostatic load that we carry in terms of our nervous system so some of us are literally born tired if you've been like incarnating for many lifetimes and that's going to impact even 
how much you can take in your family of origin, like how events impact you and how you receive those events, as opposed to someone who is coming with less exhaustion from a previous lifetime, you know? So all those things impact us and they impact our nervous system and impact the way that we interact with money and how we then show up in the world and how we process events. good that you could see that even in your in with someone so close as your sister you're you're seeing that of course you would yours would be different also or hers that there would be a difference between the two of you and you're okay with that what would you say two things what would you suggest to people to kind of look around you know whether it's something they're reading or even hearing on this podcast or something they're watching because i know people can have a lot of judgment they'll say well i'm doing this and this but it's not working, and, you know, I'm still trying to do this. Mm. To me, that means something slightly off, right? So what would you suggest to people that are trying different techniques and they perceive it not to be working? Mm, That's such a good question. I think if you're trying different techniques and you perceive it not to be working, you have to then start looking exactly what you said before, is what are the subconscious blocks the icky things that you are not willing to pay attention to. So I think what I have found in my work is that we want only the pleasant things, right? We want Mm -hmm. to affirm and we want to have the affirmations and the visualization because it doesn't, um, it's not asking us to go into the shadows, into the dark spaces. Mm -hmm. But I think that Mm -hmm. most times we have to be willing to, look at our shadow without fighting it and look at the dark stuff without fighting them, the uncomfortable feelings that make us feel like, oh, I don't want to look at that for us to grow. I really don't think that it's negative, quote-unquote, negative to really go into the spaces that make us uncomfortable. I think that's how we're going to grow, by accepting the shadows, by accepting the darkness and integrating all those uncomfortable emotions, all those uncomfortable memories in the body so that when you do do the affirmations, when you do do the visualization, it's not from a space of running away. I think we don't talk a lot about how sometimes we're trying to build wealth from a space of fear and we're actually trying to build wealth from a space of, I don't ever want to experience that again, which in itself is so, is so filled with fear, as opposed to, I just want to build this because it feels nice and I'm not running away, right? You want to get to a place where you're actually neutral about many things. And that will take work, unfortunately. So you'll have to go in and feel the uncomfortable stuff to integrate it more than anything. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love also, um, Vanille, what you said about neutral. That mm-hmm. is the key, getting into that space, yeah. that zone, right, of neutrality. And that's yeah. actually when the higher self, we open up to the higher self, the soul of us comes through to guide us. Mm-hmm. Is right is in that mm. neutrality that that you know the road is open then and then we know what to do how to yes. respond to the the 
you know, the impulses. Um, oh, my God, I'm so I'm happy you're here because <laughs> I think, well, I also think, and even on your website you said, um, let's just read this real quick, or, or somebody said about you, Wealthy Money Academy student. Okay, so let's see. It's the most realistic mm-hmm. process of creating wealth. First you get to know the real you, the good, the bad, the pain, <laughs> before you begin the process of creating wealth, no shortcuts. And that's what I'm saying also on a soul level. Once you know mm-hmm. what you're really about, because we can really only manifest what's within our soul. It's, it, can be, it, it can be abundant. It can yeah. be amazing. But if we're not, if it's not really within us, within our fabric, um, but you're right, people... The looking within, the getting to know, the saying my way may look mm-hmm. different than somebody's way or the cool way, the hip way, the mm-hmm. IG way, the you know, Instagram, TikTok way, yeah. they did it this way. It takes time. But I do feel that people yeah. are going to have to get that because we're moving in a phase of this next level of awakening that there's it's more and more about manifesting from the soul. And you can see a lot of things. Yeah, that are less authentic, right, are dropping off or, or aren't working. And I think more people are going to start mm. scrambling and then realize, like what you're saying, I guess I have to look within and see about yeah. me. What's the best way for me to do this? Yeah. Yes, totally. What you've just said, I think, I think that we live in a world where most of us are being sold from a place of fear that this, if you do this, then you will never experience this. That in itself mm-hmm. is fear-based, right? And then we're told right. that, that run away from that, oh, you have to make, be completely positive. But I'm like, wow, if you're being completely positive from a space of, I don't ever want to experience something, that's already a fear, Right. Whereas if you're neutral, right. it doesn't matter whether you're experiencing a situation or not. Because the truth is we also have to be realistic that as long as you're alive, you do not know the karma that you come with from previous lifetimes, right? Or even that you've created in this lifetime. And that there are certain situations that even if you make lots of money, I cannot say tomorrow that I will never, ever struggle, Right. But what I can say is that if I do struggle, I have the tools that can get me to a space of neutrality so that I can surrender to whatever is happening in that moment so that that moment doesn't feel like suffering. It doesn't feel like the greatest pain. And I can go through it with grace and get through it. And because I'm going through it with grace, I can possibly find solutions and turn even the greatest struggle into an opportunity to expand and to grow, right? As opposed to I never, ever want to experience a thing. It's that I'm alive. I do not know what the future holds totally and completely. But all I can do is control me and basically work with me so that my energies, everything that is happening to me, I can start to catalyze it and literally do as the Nichiren Buddhas say, turn poison into medicine. Yes, that's it. Yes. You have to catalyze it. That's the key also because that's what changes the vibrational frequency. It's like if I eat something healthy, it catalyzes and I have this great energy. 
But if I'm putting junk, mm-hmm. I may have a spike in energy, let's say with sugar or something, but it may not be sustainable. Um, and that's definitely part of it. You know the metaphysical axiom, or part of it for manifesting, is what just what you're saying, the catalyzation of yeah. it. it. It has to, um, and then metabolizes into usable energy. So we have to. You, you know what? It goes back to it again. What you were saying. It's all about <laughs> the um, what sometimes people don't want to look at. Yes. You know? Yes. I think one of the greatest lessons that I learned was when I was heavily depressed which was actually the depression became the gift right when I stopped fighting my depression and I started going within and started really being in my body and I talk about how I went to a 10-day retreat at the the Pasana retreat and I was sitting there and on day six I started throwing up pure acid and I feel like that day completely changed my life because I realized that my whole life I'd been running from feeling my anxiety. I'd been running from facing the depression. And when I finally got to a point where I could be still and go into it, something incredible happened. It freed me. I stopped being scared of it. You know, I started wow. finding the gifts in it. And I think that most of us are running so much. And that's why we're, we're forcing ourselves to be positive all the time, which is literally gaslighting ourselves at times, you know, because I always say to yeah. people, oh, if you're point. doing that and you're in so much pain, would you ask a friend that is in a lot of pain to instantly jump to positivity? No, that yeah. friend would look at you like, what? And it would feel mean. We'd allow our friends to talk out their pain. We'd allow them to cry. We'd hug them. And then we'd find the solutions after they've cried it out and they say they feel better. We've maybe given them tea. We've had cake. We've discussed it at nauseam. But we don't do that with ourselves. We expect ourselves to jump straight to positivity without feeling all the other stuff. And that's just not fair. That's a lack of self-compassion. So I realized that when I could just pause and stop and feel what I was feeling, feel my emotions and be compassionate with myself, something incredible happened. Like by day eight, I got to a state of peace where I was like, what is this? You know, Mm. and it's weird because for someone who struggled with depression since their teens until my 20s, I've had like, it's now been 11 years where I have never felt like I want to take my life or I'm so depressed that or in any way. That's been so strange for me. So that's one of the things that I learned. And that meant that to really face the thing that I was most scared of, and that was my anxiety, my depression. I had to sit with it. I had to be in it. I had to face myself and those really scary parts of myself. Mm. It goes back to that the facing the facing mm. oh i love what you're i love what you're saying Because um, it has to be said more, but like you said, I think people don't want to look at the wiggly or they say oh i've done a little i've done a little bit of work you know i've already done that, but clearly 
Mm. You know, I've been doing this my whole life. Even my first counseling, because it was kind of cool in the school I went to to go have a counselor and go to group work. I went at 14, and then in my 20s, often. Yes. So I love inner work, counseling, therapy, healing, all of it. Yeah, I started therapy at 14 as well because of my depression. It was literally a gift. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, well, how cool. This is interesting to kind of look within and talk, and then they had the group. And So what do you think could help people like that are listening right now, like even though you've gone through this? Because I'm sure you've heard this before from people you work with, whether within Mm. groups or your master class or one-on-one. Oh, I've done that already. I've done so much work on myself. And and maybe it goes back to the empathy you were talking about and the compassion. Because yeah. I know for me, I mean, if stuff comes up, I'm just like, okay, here it is again in a different form. Or, oh, it's less, but or, or now this comes up. That's another yeah. thing. New stuff can always come up that you didn't, didn't come <laughs> up before, right? So what could help yes, people no. move that space that you're talking about that you just go, okay, let me look inside. Let me oh. let me deal with this because I want to shift. I want to shift this pattern. I want the increase. I want the abundance, the wealth. I want what I want to manifest. Mm. I'm going to give an example of what my wine coach told me, and then I'll also explain it from my own point of view. She was saying, okay. think of yourself hiking up a mountain, right? You're trying to get to the peak, but think about when you're going up the mountain, how often you keep seeing the same view from different points, right? The first point, you don't see the view that clearly as when you get as you go further up, but you're often going to come back to the same point as you're climbing the mountain. But every time you're at a different point, you're a little higher up, a little higher up, a little higher up until you get to the peak where you see everything, but you will keep coming back to certain points as you go round and round the mountain. It doesn't mean that the healing hasn't happened, right? It doesn't mean that you're not climbing the Mm. mountain. So every time you come back and you see the view, you're not going, I'm not climbing this mountain. You're like, actually, I'm getting closer to the top. And I'm seeing it better. You know, I'm seeing the view a little clearer. And I'm a hiker, so that's why I love the mountain idea. So it's the same thing when you are doing healing work. It's that like you it's not that Me the well. healing hasn't happened. I'm a hiker. You know? Yeah. Oh wow, I love that. Yeah, so it's not that yeah. the healing isn't happening. In fact it's yeah, I love happening. That. The hiking is a good it's just Yeah. It's a good analogy, right? So it's the same kind of concept with healing. We're constantly just going further up, further up the mountain. And every time you're just getting a clearer view, a clear and a much clearer view, the more you go deeper. So it's not, please don't despair and think that nothing is happening. And sometimes we'll find ourselves in the same situation, but notice how you are changing your reaction in the situation. So maybe before you created, you would go out of budget using the money example, or you would undercharge a client, right? And then maybe next time it happens, you just realize that, oh, wait, I undercharge this client, and you instantly change your rates within an hour versus months 
and staying in the same uncomfortable situation. Or you uh, go over your budget and you don't lose it. You just notice that, oh, I go over my budget, but I'm feeling self-compassion and I'm just continuing. That is a shift. Mm -hmm. I think that most of us think that things have to happen instantaneously, but even in terms of um, embodying new behavior, it does take time. Uh, Shifts do take time. And healing isn't this blanket shift. Yes, there are some people, I want to (laughs) preface by saying, yes, there are some people who heal within a matter of minutes and seconds, and that does happen. But for most of us, for most people, it is very common that healing will take time. It is a process. It will take months. It will take years. So think about when you're relationshiping with your parents, if you've had a mother wound or a father wound, how when you're trying to change that relationship or when you're with your partner, how that can take time. But it doesn't mean it isn't happening. So one of the things I say to people is celebrate the small wins along the way so that your subconscious mind doesn't trick you into believing that the shift is not happening. Because the parts of you that are invested in keeping the trauma alive and keeping the pain alive because they try to protect you will lead you to believe that there is no shift. But any small shift is a shift, you know, and you have to celebrate it. I like that. It's it's not like what you're saying there about the shift, that it is, we have to acknowledge that. One thing I keep hearing from you, and you're mentioning it different ways, compassion, what would you do for someone else, it's Mm -hmm. self-love, the pay, I'm wondering, do you feel a correlation between the increase in having that abundance and or prosperity to how one feels about themselves personally and individually? Totally. Okay, I was wondering that. Okay. Totally. Totally. I feel like a huge part of my inability to hold on to money or even follow my dreams for the longest while was because I didn't know how to be compassionate with myself. When I learned self-compassion, I also learned patience for the journey. And when I learned patience, ironically, things started to happen faster. Like, it's crazy how fast things happen when you learn that. And it seems counterintuitive because it feels like you have to drive yourself constantly to be able to make things happen. But I learned that when I had self-compassion, I could be patient. And with that patience, patience taught me surrender and acceptance. And with surrender and acceptance, I learned how to trust in the journey. And the more I was able to trust in the journey, the more I was able to stay in the process and trust the process and not give up on certain things. And that meant that miracles were able to unfold most times. Right. Mm -hmm. And that came from learning also how to love myself. And when I learned self-love, I also learned how to advocate for myself. I learned how to basically not do things so much to please others. That is still a huge journey for me, I will say, that like one of my biggest things that I've struggled with, and I've shared this a lot, was is the wound that I am not enough, I'm not good enough. So it's been a constant learning journey for me 
to say I am enough and learning to love myself as I am. And when I was able to do that, like so many of my relationships in my life started to change and shift, you know, but I was able to just be okay being me. And ironically, that also gave me permission to show up in my business as me. And when I showed up in my business as me, I was then able to start connecting with my ideal clients and people that I wanted to serve, which obviously meant that my business grew a lot more than I, a lot faster than I anticipated. So that was Mm. huge for me because there's a lot around, I think self-love is, we talk about it, but just going into the depth of what that means, giving ourselves permission to be versus to getting our sense of self from always doing, 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 and being what others want us to be. It's super powerful. Yes, yes. I think it it goes, and even now, I mean, and then again, it goes back to we have to look at our own path. If something is not working, then we have to say that it's it's not in enough alignment with us that way that that it's being shown to us or offered to us. It has to be done in a different way for us. I know that's been a big learning for me that certain things work for certain people, mm-hmm. and they just they don't work for me. You know, they just don't. Yes. Just, I have I have less less energy. Um, yep. Right. <laughs> So yes, also, totally. So I'm a nomad, right? right? And that's yeah. a big thing for me. It's like I try to build my business from one place and I just can't. Like when yeah. I'm settled in one place, things just kind of like fall apart. Like I am often in a year, I'll live in at least three or four different countries. Like I'll be in three or four different continents. It doesn't always make sense. But that is the thing that it's what my spirit needs. And ironically, it's what gives me creativity, right? For other people, that is a complete nightmare. And when I try to do what is expected, that it makes more sense to settle down, to do all the stuff, I just struggled so much. And eventually, I just had to accept that there are certain ways that I work. I also don't work well with the schedule. I have to, I prefer to check in with my guides, my ancestors before (laughs) I write things. So I'm not a person that like has a schedule. It's just, it's insane, you know, and yet Mm -hmm. I get things done when I Mm -hmm. work my way. But when I try to do it the way that we've been taught in society, it, I really, really struggle and it's not my path, but there's other people for whom my way is a total nightmare and it would completely ruin them, you know? So everyone is different. Yes. Yes, they definitely. Um, it's funny because as you're talking, I work very spurty and I tell people, look, there might not be the people that work with me and assist and help. I'm like, there might be not things to do or I'm doing it. But then there's a lot. Then there can be a lot that needs to get done. <laughs> and that's how it is. Yeah. And, and that suits me. And also, like you said, the tuning in, the going in with my guides, feeling things out. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. Now, 
okay, I definitely want to have you back on for part two. I love this information. Um, I would love that. Yes. Let everybody know again how to reach you and anything that you have coming up or good resources for people. Yeah. Yes. So um, anyone can reach me on social media. Look for me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram is really my favorite platform. And you can find me under Vangile Makwakwa. On Facebook, find me under Wealthy Money. I do have a free seven-day tapping into ancestral money wisdom training. So if you want to learn how to connect with your ancestors and tap into their money wisdom, you can definitely go to wealthy-money.com forward slash training. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash training. Feel free to message me at any point about the training I love to hear how people are going through with it. I've had thousands of people take this training, and it's very interesting to hear the feedback. So, yeah, that's a really, really great resource. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and say your name again. It's so beautiful. The first, um, Vanelli. Vanille. Yeah, Vanille. 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 Yeah. Oh, yes. What does that mean? Does it have a meaning? Yes, it actually does. It means you're going to love it. It means the balance between the masculine and the feminine. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I like to think I live up to my name. I'm sure. I know you do. I know you do. Well, we'll hopefully have you back again, and I just, I really appreciate what you've shared. You've given people some really grounded, you know, insight. Do um, I think what you've shared is very, very helpful? So thank oh, you for thank being here. You. Thank you for having me. I wish it's. My time, my time in South Africa, because I'm here for a few weeks. <laughs> so oh, thank you are you for in South Africa me. right now? Yes, I am. When we connected, I think I was in Costa Rica, but I leave for Mauritius in a few days. <laughs> oh, it's that okay. nomad spirit. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm watching my friend's doggies. She's in Costa Rica right now. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank All you right, so Vanilli. much for having me. All right. Okay. You take good care. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Uh, Vanelli's, uh website, wealthy-money.com. Um, okay, now I just realized on my site, it's down, but I'm I'm on with the tech person getting that taken care of. Uh Got it. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, right? Inside and out. Beautiful, beautiful being. Beautiful being and some really great information. Love it. I love it. You never know who's coming on, but sometimes we get some really, really great guests. Um, Yeah. All right, everyone. Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Those of you that celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, Happy giving thanks time, and I'm just so thankful and appreciative for all of you. Much love and light. 
Keep shining bright. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you.